India is going back to its old love, millets. From the government to FMCGs, everyone is flirting with millets. Why old love? Well, the love story between India and millets goes back to your grandma's times. India was madly in love with millets until the new chicks walked in town, wheat and rice. What next? We went running behind wheat and rice, putting millets in the friend zone. However, we've now realized that our relationship with wheat and rice is toxic. It's giving us heartache, quite literally, as these grains can lead to cardiovascular diseases, diabetes and obesity. And just like that, we are back with millets again. While we're back to our old love, we're still not treating millets right. We're using them to produce everything from noodles to bhujia. And this could turn our relationship with millets toxic again. Today, we'll be looking at where India is going wrong with its mission millet and how we can correct this. First, let's talk about why we're in love with millets again. Well, we need millets. Wheat and rice are too high maintenance. Rice needs around 120 to 140 centimeters of rain or 5,000 liters of water per kg. Millets only need 20 centimeters of rain or 250 to 300 liters of water per kg. India is getting hotter and drier because of climate change. Focusing on millets will ensure that we still have food when the world is burning up. Plus, millets are super packed with nutrients like iron, copper and magnesium. This is a boon for India, which is one of the most micronutrient deficient countries in the world. Malnutrition cost us 60 million rupees per day from 2006 to 2018. Now, millets have a super low yield of 1,111 kgs per hectare, Meanwhile, rice has a yield of 2,600 kgs per hectare and wheat has a yield of 3,500 kgs per hectare, which is why we broke up with them. And so our per capita consumption of millets fell from 33 kgs a year to 4 kgs a year. Result, farmers have stopped planting millets. To encourage them, we have to increase consumption. That's where the government and other FMCGs come in. The government is like the best friend aiding this love story. It has planned to incentivize companies to make millet-based foods. Incentives worth 800 crore rupees have been planned for companies like Nestle India Limited, Tata Consumer Products Limited, ITC Limited, Hindustan Unilever Limited, Marico Limited, Mrs. Bechter's Food Speciality Limited, Ravi Food Private Limited and SWG Industries Limited. Now, companies may have gone a little too far with innovation. They are making all kinds of millet products like atta, noodles, savory snacks, cookies, soups, and even beer. There are two problems with this, quality and price. Let's look at quality. A lot of snacks that are being produced from millets are going to be ultra processed. This means that to make millets more tasty, these foods will contain a lot of fats, sugar, salt, preservatives, colors, and everything not nice. So all the goodness flush down the drain. And then these foods will be sold as healthy foods. Obviously not. Yup, the same way that full of sugar breakfast cereal is called healthy. Plus, ultra processed foods require a lot of water for processing. 
So we're not really lowering the water requirement by using millets. Back to square one. Now, companies that really want to make healthy products will use pure millets without extra preservatives or colors. The only problem? Super high price. These ultra-healthy products belong to the premium category, meaning the common folks can't afford them on a regular basis. So, millets and all their benefits still remain unavailable to the common people. The trade-off is between price and quality. A lower quality for the masses or premium quality for the rich. This is where the government really needs to aid this love affair of India and millets. It needs to ensure that millet-based food made by companies is both healthy and affordable for the masses. An article by Business Line had an interesting solution. The government should educate street vendors and have them use millets. Imagine having pani puri made from millets or millet pakore. Yes, these two are fried but don't contain preservatives and additives. The same thing can be done with restaurants too, encouraging them to include more millet-based dishes in their menus. However, a focus on the final product alone won't help. The government needs to also focus at the root, literally on promoting millet cultivation. The government can announce a minimum support price or MSP for different millet varieties. Currently, there's an MSP only for Bajra, Jowar and Ragi. The government will also have to educate farmers about the benefits of millet and incentivize them to grow them. And of course, more research and development will be needed to increase the yield of millets. If we could achieve these goals, this relationship could be a happily ever after. Let us know your thoughts on millet-based processed foods in the comments. Have you included millets in your diet yet? See you in the next episode. Jai Hind!